back like we never left. Yes. We did that, though. Avoid the, the crickets we're recording at noon. <laughs> I would care to, like, if we had our own studio and could knock out, like, a couple podcasts a day, you know, two bear style. Yeah. And that'd be our job. you imagine? I was like the people that, you know, do, like, a Tuesday, Thursday record set you know or tuesday thursday release and then you know record on monday and wednesday and i don't want to do two a week i'm just talking about we just just put some in the can yeah and then you know we don't have to record every week we can come back and do like a five minute like news a follow-up yeah breaking news won't be breaking when you hear this but it's breaking as of right now the queen of england's dead wow did you know that yes but did the real question, did CM Punk get fired by AEW? I don't know. <laughs> did you follow any of that? I saw. It, it's so weird. They had like a media scrum after their an event. Yeah. Like they were real fucking fights or something. Get the fuck out of here. And Come he on, went man. off on everyone and everyone. Like Tony Khan, who's the, you know, the owner of AEW, sitting right there. And he went off on him and. It went off on the other wrestlers, and I just feel it like is wrestling, so you never unmanageable. know. Unmanageable. Yeah, you never know if it's real or where. Like that line. Is he that good of a wrestler? No. Well, That's I, I, didn't, I mean, he don't look. Like, he doesn't fit the bill for a wrestler. Yeah, he's. I'm not as as like you know hardcore into the. I'm I'm weirdly been getting back into wrestling for the past few years. Yeah, but, you're wanting to go to an AEW show. Yeah, the are they bringing Hulk Hogan back? Does he got one more in him? Like, Rick yeah, Blair? he does have one more in him. He, I saw him. God, this was twenty. You saw him in Cincinnati, right? Yeah, I want to try to remember what year it was. It might have been twenty fifteen. There was like a I Christmas show, and they they advertised Hulk Hogan's going to be there, and he came out and got the crowd all right, you know, amped up, and he's like, "Yeah, cheer if you want one more," and and like some at first people were like, "Hey, I don't know about that Hulkster," and then like I, I'm. I'm confident that he's he's going to do one. I mean, if Ric Flair in, the, in his 70s can still be wrestling and and Sting is still out there, and is I mean, Sting guys still have, out there? Yeah, he's wrestling for AEW. These guys like have consistently, no, or is he just like a once a month guy? Uh, yeah, like once a month, once every six weeks. Do they do he's like house shows like, like WWE? They just travel around. Their house shows are like a um, they they That's don't fair. travel as much, but they do. Like like studio shows like in uh, in Florida, I think they do them at Universe Universal maybe. Yeah, and they'll do they they record them and then they put them on um, YouTube. Um, I had a friend. I played football with him in high school. He was a professional wrestler wrestler for TNA. What's his name? His name in the when he's a wrestler was Andy Douglas. Oh, I don't know him. Um, Is he related to Shane Douglas? The franchise? No, but he was tag team partners with Chase Stevens, maybe. Oh yeah, that name sounds familiar. They won the tag team DNA tag team title. Anyway, he told me, or he didn't tell me, like he got some bad addiction problem and then has turned his life around. Well, shout out Andy Roberts yeah. is his real name. But like they would go tape a bunch of shows like one week out of the month and then not do anything the rest of the month. Then record them. Yeah. They, they, yeah. uh, and he would hit like he was making money and he's like, well, shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. They, I think they started doing it in Nashville, I want to say. And then they moved to Florida or maybe it's vice versa. But yeah, they would record like an entire month of shows in, in like two days. And yeah. Is TNA still around? Uh, yeah. They're called Impact Wrestling now. They're owned was by, that the name of the show? Um, Dixie Carter doesn't yeah. own them anymore. No, they're owned by um, the the Canadian people that own Fight Network, I think. Uh, but it's on in the U.S. It's on Access TV, I think. Oh snap! HD Net. I hear your your cricket waking yeah. up. You woke him up. Never, like <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> We're gonna power through though. Yeah, this is uh. So I probably won't be recording next week. I'm having my surgery on Monday. I just got the call from the hospital. I got to be there at like 8.20 on Monday morning. Is that too early for you? You think you you get to work out in first? No. <laughs> no. They called with like a list of things I had to do. One of them was drink a large Gatorade before I come in. Two hours before I have to 
come in. Did they say what color? Anything but red. Oh, is that? Are you getting a colonoscopy? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, you think they? <laughs> Have you had do? one of those? No, and I. Oh, it's brutal. I've seen you think that they, of my could, they would do it if you're like, hey, while you're in there, get every, get you know get all the everything done. Get me like a scope. Do I don't know. I already had a, I already had the opposite of a colonoscopy. They went through the my What's the top. Opposite? They went um, through the top part. Not do they use the same my, same camera? Probably. <laughs> okay, we cleaned it. We promise. I just are you an anesthesia guy? Have you been under anesthesia? We talked about this. Yes, I have. Oh, dude, I'm so pumped. Um, not since I got my, when I was 18, I got my wisdom teeth out. That was the last time I was under anesthesia. I've had it both ways, right? I've had the. Uh, like local and, and general. No, I've had the, um, like the, the gas and then I've had it my IV. Yeah. Which one do you prefer if you had to pick? I, the, both. Both. Yeah. They both. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> Like when I speaking of colonoscopy, when I got my colonoscopy, the guy's like, "How you feel?" I was like, "Dude, I'm tired." He's like, "Oh, I got something to fix that," and he just, I was out. That's the last thing I remember. Really? Yeah. What it's, it's what voodoo, did he have to fix dude. it? Just oh, a nap. And I guess I just put yeah. Me they I'm I'm listening to a book where they're talking about chloroform back in the day, and it was not as like. It was kind of hit or miss. Like sometimes you had to hit. It's not like in the old movies where they just put it across your mouth and they're just like, "Oh, I'll pass out." Yeah, I mean sometimes I think I, I don't know. If, I don't think it's an exact science. <laughs> like they'd be like, "Oh, you had to go ahead." Anesthesia is an exact science, though. It has to be, right? Oh yeah, I mean it, it, they got that dialed in now. But like before, it was like you know even doctors like didn't even wash their hands and. Yeah, I mean, have you ever seen a vet? What do you mean a vet? Like, dude, I saw. Like a farm veterinarian with his whole arm up a horse's ass. Yeah. No Maybe gloves, nothing. First. I doubt it. <laughs> In the well water. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, he, he was a real vet, but he like he did farm animals. Yeah. Cause I feel like, yeah, you probably got some. There's good days and bad days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to cure this dog's broke leg, and then I got to go up the asshole of this horse. That's a good day. <laughs> Speaking of assholes of horses, this is the Beers and Beers podcast. Yes. Me, Gary, that's David, and in the background, that's a cricket. I'm yeah, sorry. It's this time of year, two years straight, it's been that way. I am alcohol-free. I've been yeah. sober for 14 days. Which is kind of weird that you do a beer and bourbon podcast to be... It's not like we, I mean, we talk about other stuff too, but I mean, that's kind of the, the concept yeah. of, of, you know, alcohol, but so we do other in, stuff too. There's other stuff. Have no fear. And within six weeks, I'll be back to tasting bourbon. Yeah. But in the meantime, David's going to pull double duty. Yeah. I'm, I'm so going to start a little earlier in the show than, than normal. This is, I don't know if this is one you've had. It's, we definitely have not had it on the show. No, I've not um, had this. So this is themed back, up for the TV show, right? No, <laughs> I'm joking. If you remember back in 2020, we had, I think we were together for this episode. We had limestone branch. We had a single barrel yep. uh, bourbon from them that I got from party source. It was episode 27. If you want to go back and listen, um, they, and, and we both really, well, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if you, you enjoyed it, but um, so I was like, okay, let me get their, their flagship bourbon. And I've had this and I've only had a couple pours out of it, but I've had it for a while. Um, it's Yellowstone Select Bourbon. It's 93, 93 not percent. 93%. 93%. <laughs> it's I ran my car on this. Yeah. Um, but it comes from the Limestone Branch Distillery, which is in uh, Lebanon. Is that how you say it? I never know with Kentucky towns. Yeah, Lebanon. Probably Lebanon. What's it in um, Ohio? Lebanon. Lebanon. So it's, not, mm-hmm. it's probably different in Kentucky. <laughs> Lebanon. But, Where are you uh, from, Lebanon? Yeah, that sounds about right. But this one is their kind of their their um, flagship bourbon that they release. Um, it is a little bit higher of a rye bourbon. Um, oh. It definitely says rye on the rye spice with soft leather cherries on the nose. I get a little spice, but but not it's not too bad. I get more of like the um, the leathery smell, like you know those like I, know, like, I definitely get yeah. I mean, what you know, what leather smells like, like tack. Yeah, 
Um, maybe maybe a little tobacco on the nose, but uh, yeah, it, it doesn't have. I've been a strong hearing that nose. a lot in bourbon reviews. The tobacco taste. Yeah, doesn't have a, a strong nose at all. Um, not sweet smelling. Um, I've definitely, and I, I'll talk, I'll talk a little bit about some of the bourbons I've had recently that were sweet. This one is not sweet smelling you at all. Sweet bourbon. Yeah, I put a little sugar in there, mix it with some Kool Aid. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, tell them who our sponsor is, Gary, for the for the bourbon. While I, I while David uh, consumes this, please go get yourself a free trial of Audible. Audible is your one stop shop for all things in audio entertainment, whether it be audio books, podcasts, whatever. If it if it can be spoken, it's on Audible. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash beards and beards. And get yourself a free book on us. It's free. You don't have to do anything. Just free. Listen yeah. to it. Educate yourself. So this bourbon definitely not strong on the nose, but but fairly strong in the in the uh, in the in the taste in the in the gullet. It has a good Kentucky hug. Nothing overwhelming though, um, but you can tell it's a little more more than like an eighty proof. Really reminds me of uh, Jim Beam, which. Makes sense because it's the the distiller is Stephen Beam, um, Stephen B. Beam, who I think is maybe the only Beam still distilling of this generation. Um, but the on the um, the website they specifically call out like what you might want to mix it with, and I will definitely say I would mix this with with something. It's 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 okay by itself, but it really lends itself to to mixing and. I had this conversation with someone that is a really big shot. Sam Keller, Fibonacci Brewing Brewer, What's up? really big, really big bourbon guy. But uh, I had, we had the conversation of, and I think we talked about this of on the show too a little bit. But how something that's rye lends itself a little bit more better to mixer. Yep. Um, and this isn't rye, but it's a rye heavy bourbon. Um, but I had the so he brought over. Um, He's at my house and he brought over the Mictors 10 year, um, which I know you're not a big fan of the original Mictors. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's not that one's not very good. Um, but the 10 year, um, I enjoyed it. It's sweeter, um, definitely sweeter. And you can tell like going from like a rye to um, rye to a bourbon, how sweet something is. Like, I think I, that. Yeah, I've been consuming so much bourbon TikTok. And there was a guy on there who said, unpopular opinion, I'll take a Michter 10 over any of the Pappy Van Winkles. Yeah. As far as taste. Yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I enjoyed the the 12 a lot. The, the, my recommendation is if you're going to have Pappy any of the years, only do one of them. Don't try to do like a vertical because you're going to – the 10 by itself – is so good. But then if you have the 12 right after, you're going to be like, oh, that 10 sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'd say that, but comparison is definitely a a, a stair step. But like, I think you're going to lose some, like at the 23 is, is gotta be just for show. Right. Yeah. And that's the, so uh, Julian, uh, Julian Van Winkle mentioned, he said that 15 is his favorite because it's like, once you get past 15, it's like you get, there's so much evaporation that it's not really worth it. And like, you don't really want to anything longer than that is just really just for show. Like yeah. just, Hey, we, I got a 23 year old bourbon on my shelf. Like I think he, he probably drinks the 15 all day, which I, in in Pappy land, he kind of talks about that. Um, but yeah, the, the, this is actually the Yellowstone is a blend. It says a four and seven year old bourbons. It's probably, 99% four year old and 1% seven year old. <laughs> but they it just it, colored it up with the. Uh, yeah, it, it tastes. No, it, it probably is a little bit more than that because I feel like I'm to the point now where I can taste a bourbon that's like really young. Aged. I mean, young, yeah. young being like a four year old and it doesn't taste like that. It, it is a little, it, I wouldn't say smooth, but I would say that it, it is a, a little bit more mature of a bourbon. Um, and it's it's good. I enjoy it. Like I said, I I would drink I, I would drink this neat. I just did. Um, this would be a good one to pour over a little bit of ice. But mixing this would be a really good mixer. But also, it's like forty to forty five dollars. So, do you want a forty five dollar mixer? <laughs> like what? Uh, where's that, your? And guess what? If you do, do it. 
It's, yeah. It's your fucking bourbon. But I give this a solid three bottles, Gary. Ooh, I like it. So it's it's right middle of the road. It's something that's like nice to have. Like it is cool that I know that not everyone's gonna have it. Like it's not gonna be on everyone's bourbon shelf. Like you don't you've done probably around a hundred. Like I don't know if you how many bottles you have, and you don't have a bottle of this. Mm-hmm. Um it's not one that Never people seen it. I think, yeah. Not one that people necessarily gravitate toward, but uh it's a, a solid, like I said, solid middle of the road. I'm not going to really wow anybody, but it might be one where people are like, oh, let me try that. And it has a, yeah. has a really solid it's like If I'm at your house and I see it there, I'd be like, oh, man, let me get let me get a pour of that. You know, I've never had yeah. that. And, and that's and what it, so many bourbons are now is like, how many bourbons, middle to top shelf bourbons, would you say, oh, I would drink that every day? There's yeah, not a lot of them. Or, or every day, you mean? Yeah, like like they're this is my daily drinker. I mean, what do you what do you include? I would do, I would do like would you include like Elijah Craig in that or I wouldn't say that's what's that thirty bucks? Yeah, so I'd what do you say forty and above? Fifty and above. Fifty. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't afford to drink that every day. <laughs> you know, but yeah, maybe that, like a Woodford Double Oak would be my go- like. But yeah, if I'm drinking bottles, let me just say this: I've said it many times. The one bourbon I've bought consistently two bourbons actually but if i was was to have a daily drinker it's larceny all day long yeah i'll drink that i'll mix my cereal with it you know what i mean (laughs) like that's how that's how much i'm a fan of larceny also give me anything old forester and i'm good with that too the old forester 86 is just as good at 20 bucks as you know as the birthday bourbon which david and i (laughs) did not no, we didn't. But I, let me tell you. So I'm driving. Get a ding on my phone. It's an email. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. it's a, it says, thank you. from, And it was from Old Forster. And that's all I could see. It said, thank you. And I was like, oh, shit. I just want, I'm going to get me a birthday bourbon. No. Thank you for participating. <laughs> I you didn't, yeah. you know? So I, I, I immediately would... text Dave. I was like, hey, I didn't win. Did you win? No. I wonder. So like that. uh raffle you have to go to the distillery to get your bottle um i wonder what percentage of people are actually going to pick theirs because you have to do it before december december i think um so i wonder if they like what percentage i would love to go i mean i would have if i would have won i would have been like hey that's a great i'm doing that trip i'm going old forester like i'm like i'm gonna do the whole nine just to get the and then get my bottle of of, uh birthday bourbon just like i did with you know it, it wasn't even me but um my brother-in-law did his, you know, maker's mark, um, you know, what do they call it? The proprietors. Yeah. Uh, series or whatever. And got his own bottle. And, yeah. and I was going to say makers is, is probably the third one that I would throw in there of like, I could drink. Yep. I drink every day. I'm always going to buy it. Always get like makers is always going to be on my, my bourbon shelf. I got two bottles right now, actually. Um, but those are ones where it's like those are staples. You know that you're always going to get them. They're always going to be good. It's consistent. Um, and then yeah, you got to throw in some other ones. I was really interested, like in seeing like my. I, I definitely don't have as much of a selection as you. Um, I got a lot of shit bourbons. But what's what people what someone that's into bourbon was intrigued by by what I had. Of course, the the two pappy bottles. I mean, are like I feel like. And, and like you, I, like if you ever finish them, just fill them back up with Jim Beam. Nobody yeah, I, and I would give anybody that wants, which I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but I would give anybody that wants some. Like bourbon is there to enjoy; it's not there to. So, sit. what's your address? And you know my address. Uh, <laughs> and then you've had for, some of it for everybody that wants to take. But what's like, your address? Is, is that one that like people are are maybe even afraid of? Like, oh, I don't like I, I'm not worthy. <laughs> like, I'm sure he would have loved to have like some pappy, but hey, I'm not like gonna be like hey do you want pappy like it is more of like a celebration like you gotta feel like yeah. you have to have a reason like i'm just gonna pop open some pappy on a random you know whatever day but so i had a i went to a little end of summer gathering last weekend no two weeks ago and i took the pappy with me and we and everybody had a port and but the, here's the thing. There were people there that didn't drink bourbon. I'm like, oh man, I've got, I've got to taste that. Like I've never even seen that. I was like, for sure. 
They're like, oh my god! I was like, well, never you... seen a bottle of it. Yeah, they're like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I, and if you don't drink bourbon, it's gonna be lost on you. Like you're gonna be like, yeah. oh. like, like, like trying a new fruit. <laughs> be like, oh man, this apple is amazing. <laughs> I've never seen an apple before. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. You know, it's an acquired. I'm trying to remember the other bourbon that I had that he because he had two. Di- I'm trying to think. Uh, there's my dog barking. It. I don't know if you can hear. Her. She's going crazy. Bring her over um, here when she can get these crickets. Yeah the the other one was a rye, but the only rye I have is Sazerac, and I don't I don't think it was Sazerac. I, it'll come to me in a second. But he was the the ones that people are are interested in of like of your collection. Or like does wouldn't that like intrigue you? Like you know you have someone that you know is a bourbon drinker. They come to your house. You're like, hey, look at my my selection. Other than like the obvious ones, what do you think people would be intrigued by? I, I think my old Fitzgerald, the decanter bottle. I think people would be like, yeah. "Oh, that looks fancy." And you have a bottle of Willet too, right? I feel like the Willet one stands out. My Willet bottle wasn't the uh, the pot belly one. It was just the uh, it was the regular regular bottle. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's so many. I don't know. Horse soldier? No, not not horse soldier. Uh, stone hammer. The Stone Hammer. They should rename it the Horse Soldier. Yeah. Um, if if the Simpsons were smart, they'd do a bourbon called the Stone Cutter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, but it's also like when you look, I went to a bar in Memphis and they had everything. And the people I were with, like, get whatever you want. I was like, fuck, I don't. What do don't you want? Whatever you want. Yeah. I typically go to like it in a place that has everything and I can get something I want, I would go to like one of the Buffalo trace, like the, if they had like a, um, a Weller 12 or a Weller foolproof, or, um, I really like the Rock Hill farms when we yes. tried that. That's one that I'm, or, Uncle or Mike, going Elmer to- Lee, Elmer T Lee. Um, I would go to, I would go to like something like that. If I'm like, I want something special of like a place that has, um, something a little, a little, a little different. So every, day david and i'm sure maybe this comes across youtube but for me specifically i get texts and stuff people with bourbon raffles yeah right like mostly for charity things of that nature well one of my friends and i I sent this to you he he got in a raffle and he won yes (laughs) and he does he's not a bourbon drinker he's like a he likes fireball yeah oh that that, yeah i need to update that did uh did I, did I get my bottle that I, I wanted? He's not got them yet, so. Oh. Uh, but in this, he got a handle of Green Label, Green Label Weller. Yep. Blanton's, Makers 46, Knob Creek, whatever's the next up from the 12-year-old. Or maybe it is the 12-year-old. Yeah. The, it's the nine, I'm sorry. It's the nine-year-old. Nine, nine-year-old, yeah. I was going to say that's the – we had that on the show. Uh, Whistle Pig. Yeah. Weller 12 and E.H. Taylor. Mm-hmm. And um, it was Blanton single barrel. Is all Blanton single barrel? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, hey, which one? And he, so he could have won that or a booze pack of Bud Light, <laughs> Malibu rum, uh, a mini keg of Heineken, a case of Truly, and some Yingling. But he picked that bourbon, right? Yeah, because he's okay. like, "What would you do?" I was like, "I was like, if you're, if you don't want to drink either one of them, get the bourbon because you can sell it." And I and so he's like, "Well, how much is it worth?" So I just start looking at internet retail, not yeah. second party, just internet retail. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Bro, there's three of those. You get like, if you put them in together, you get five hundred dollars for." And so then yeah. I'm like, then we look at the don't retail, tell them like, that well or twelve, <laughs> and it's forty bucks. Yeah, less than that. I think it's thirty. Yeah, thirty-eight. Blanton's is is thirty-nine dollars. Or I mean, I want the Weller twelve. To, I, you you put my order in, right? Yeah, I, t- I tell him. <laughs> um, but I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's the it, it, that's bourbon is crazy. There's there's not. I mean, there's a couple of like random things like that with beer, but the beer beerosphere is so big. That right. like there's nothing that like people are like oh I need this it, especially now that like you know there's everyone's tried everything right um, and there's not as much of like a collect 
collecting. Some people do like collect and they sell her stuff and keep it. But I'm like, just drink it. Just enjoy yeah. it. Like that's what, I don't know. So speaking of the beer sphere, David, it is, it is coming to my, coming to my, uh, realm. It's, it's ventured its way finally. Okay. To Mount Sterling, Kentucky. And on Saturday, October 22nd, at the Gateway Regional Arts Center, which is we can walk there. You're more that. That's the when's your birthday? Sixteenth. I'll be in. I'll be in Milwaukee though that weekend. Look, What's well, on the twenty second? Mount Sterling Oktoberfest. Oh. It's got big time sponsors behind it. Uh, fun. It does. Is beers and beards behind it? They didn't ask. Should we get a booth? Uh, but but LG and E and KU, like the big electric companies, are yeah. behind it. Uh, f- enjoy fun all afternoon with local beer in our beer garden provided by Sterling Microbrew, German Ooh. food, food truck options. I ain't saying our little town, our little sleepy towns coming of age, but we've had a pride festival this year and Oktoberfest. Yeah, you guys are, and you had the the first Monday. You guys have a whatever, whatever first Friday, first Friday. Yeah, I invited you, and you didn't come. I know, but I am gonna. Here's what. So taking vacation the entire week of my birthday, and I'm not doing anything until the following weekend. So I'm going to come down well, to you're, you're just going Sterling to Milwaukee for the weekend. Yeah. Drive up there. One does not just jaunt off to Milwaukee for a weekend. It's like, not that far from me. How far is it? 12 seven hours. hours. No, seven hours. So, bro. So that, I mean, were you leaving on a Friday, coming back Sunday? What's the deal? No, Monday, like leaving Friday morning, coming back Monday afternoon. That's plenty of time. Uh, I guess. Was there going to do a drink beer? That's true. I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to I will hit my 500th brewery there. And it, whether it's it might be New Glarus, which we've had some of their beer on the show, or and they only sell it there, right? And only in Wisconsin, not in only like only the state of Wisconsin. They right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, not only at the brewery, but yeah, the and they're also like the 12th biggest craft brewery, and they only sell in one state, which is wild. Um, Maybe getting a gotta have I'm, a good beer with your cheese. But the, but what I'm going to do is that week that I'm going to be on vacation the entire time, I'm going to come down and I'm going to do Sterling Microbrew. Maybe we can get a tour. Maybe we can do a show live from Sterling Microbrew. Yeah. I bet they'd up. be pumped. Yeah. I'm sure I'd be taught them in class or something. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we got to – what did you say it used to be, a Mexican restaurant? Well, it's already moved. It's already not oh, even there again? anymore. Yeah. I saw it looks tiny. Like, it looks like – like it's a microbrewery in the in the the pictures um but yeah i'm i'm is there a different level between like homebrew to microbrew so there are like there's homebrew is you can legally brew up to like i think it's 300 gallons or something per year so basically one uh whatever you can brew up to 300 gallons per year legally at home but i don't i don't think anyone checked one keg at david's house (laughs) but you so there's uh there's like nano brewery which typically is like under 500 barrels per year. I Tony think. Stark invented that, right? Yeah, and then there's microbrewery, and then like you go to like regional brewery, and then macro brewery, and then like Anheuser super Bush. macro. I mean, Ma- Anheuser Busch is a macro. Um, but Speaking yeah, I, any microbrewery no. just as any small brewery. But I love that you. So microbrewery is like the the older term for craft brewery so you can i know that already the people that own it are probably you know from from the previous generation which means they probably make good beer so set that up gary i'll tell you i'll 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 send you the dates that i'll be okay potentially in town but set it up i'm gonna come and do a uh live beer, show beer tour of mount starling <laughs> i want to see their their setup what they well, they're got, only open they on the weekends, going. though. You have to come the weekend before. Well, they can they can open up special for us. Yeah, this worldwide. You know, podcast. they gotta have real jobs. I mean, this is a worldwide podcast. We have downloads in Sweden. That's true. Hold on, let's look see where. So, because while you looked that up, listening. Gary. Yes, uh, I'm gonna drink some beer here too. So, beer each week is brought to you by Rivalry Brews. Um, I got an email from my good friend at Rivalry Brews. 
and they said pre-order your October Ohio Oktoberfest 2022 craft beer box now for delivery mid-September, which it's almost mid-September right now. You get this soon. You get eight of the best Oktoberfest slash pumpkin ales brewed in the state of Ohio, plus delicious beer pairing snacks, beer cheese pretzels, jalapeno beef sticks, oh. beer nuts, beer nuts, peanuts, and spicy mustard all locally sourced. The beer Do you like spicy are- mustard like on your pretzels yeah, and shit? I love it. Everything is locally sourced, uh, making the perfect way to kick off the fall season. Free shipping on this, Gary. Um, use code MMA McKinney. Our code only works on mixed boxes. doesn't work on like the, the specialty boxes like this, but this is a great thing to uh, to purchase. Get both. Get you, you know, get, get, both. get a little We've discount. Beers from Masthead, Twin Oast, Ignite, um, Wolf's Ridge, which if we do do our Cedar Point, trip we got to go up to twin oast it's right by cedar point That's it's a freaking it's a brewery it's a castle uh, but anyway uh pre-order that use code mma mckinney to get your your mix pack and then also pre-order the, the oktoberfest pack as well it's oktoberfest season not i'm not drinking an oktoberfest today but it's also what kicks off this weekend gary so in it, I live in Cincinnati, as many people know, and the Bengals. What's your address? Made it to the Super Bowl last year. So and how all many? Of a sudden, how many beers or how many different beers are named after the Bengals or Bengals? There's themed? a lot there, and I missed at least two when I because I wrote an article on MMAMcKinney.com, which we'll link in the in the show notes. But uh, yeah, there's there's multiple, and so one of our our breweries that has made a uh, made multiple. Um, Hootie Pole appearances is Brink Hootie Pole, but Brink uh, released a Jackpot Joey game day. Go Burrows, baby! This is a game day ale. You see the game Jackpot day Joey. ale. So this it's not game day when I'm drinking this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it a little bit and drink it for you. So there's multiple since I mean the Bengals people are kind of just like eh whatever, and then they go to the Super Bowl and all of a sudden there's all these bandwagon fans, including me. Uh, yeah. I was not a Bengals fan before this year. I was Browns. Are, wait, are you not a Browns fan anymore? I switched allegiances, switched sides. So, for multiple reasons, and there were definitely there was definitely a catalyst, which people probably know. But this is our, our Deshaun Watson getting a little rub and tug. Yes, against some massage therapist. That that shit is. When you hear stories like that, which, I mean, goddamn, if I assume it's true. We're going to say it's true until it's proven not true. Yeah, like you hear guilty like until proven innocent. One victim, two victims. Yeah, I forgot fifty-seven victims. I'm like, it, bro, how many massage therapists were in Houston? <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't even that. I mean, that is bad enough in and of itself. Like having a like, let's say he was already on the team, and that happened. Okay, that's bad enough. Like you got to you got to take care of that, right? Houston Texans did that. The Browns were like, no, we see this dude. We're going to go all in on that's our He's guy. In, We're going all in on him. We're going to pay him millions and give him a contract, 200 and whatever, 50 some million dollars. Also, we're going to give him, we know he's probably going to be suspended for the first year. So, so we're we're not gonna, we, give, you got to guarantee him some money. So we're not going to give him very much that first year, but all his money's going to kick in year two. I'm like, that's why they should have just suspended him for like two, two full years and been like, haha, like, and. What they should have said was actually your contract doesn't start until next year. So then he's still playing on year one next year when he's whatever. I don't know. Anyway, Anyway. I'm a Bengals fan. Bengals are going back to the Super Bowl. So Gary, what what are we saying? Bengals and Eagles Super Bowl this year? I doubt the Eagles are going to make it. Actually, let's put a small wager here. This is a fantastic beer. Like it's a, a Blondale whatever beer. I mean, Brink does not miss i feel like i say this every time i drink a brink beer this is just a, a general like just a good beer like for a lot of breweries this would be like a, th- a throwaway beer hey we made a blondale for for the people that come in that want something that's like tastes like beer brink is like no we're gonna do the the best blondale you've ever had that's gonna blow you away and it's fantastic i drink this all day on only on sunday though even though today's not Sunday. It's, it could be Sunday when they're listening to this. When it comes to... Oh, so good. You mentioned Anheuser-Busch earlier, David. Yeah. 
if you've ever purchased a Rita, Lima Rita, which I've had, yeah. I've purchased strawberry margarita yep. with a twist uh you too may be entitled to some compensation after a missouri federal judge approved a settlement to proceed involving customers of uh in anheuser-busch allowing the beer and wine megalith to reimburse the people who say they were deceived by the company's packaging of its rita's products believing these products contained alcohol other than beer so they thought yeah. you got a lime tequila or yeah, whatever. Like and this is very much like a story where a you can't Shame. like if, if you're, you're a company, if you're a dumbass. Like first of all, like oh man, I thought there was tequila in this. No, you can't buy a fucking two dollar can yeah. and it have tequila. If you ever wonder why, like you see stuff that says like you know contains no juice <laughs> yeah. or you know contain. It'll, you know, whatever. Does not this act like a, the Red Bull. Did you get your free Red Bull back? Does not give you wings. Because it yeah, actually doesn't give back. you wings? Yeah. Come on, man. This is very similar to that. But the amount that you win, that you can get is like, I think it's $8. Do you have to prove that you bought it? No. What does it say? Hold on. Payments are based on the type of products purchased. For instance, for 8-ounce cans, consumers can receive $0.10 cents per single can or bottle or $0.85 cents for a 24-pack of 12-ounce bottles or cans. Of the affected products, uh, you can you claim say, up hey, to twenty one twenty five per household with a, with a proof of purchase. Without, you can get up to nine seventy five, depending on which products you bought. Who's and I will saying? say that this um, this stuck out to me because a these are I think like the precursor to a lot of like the seltzer. Like these came out before the seltzers, like a little and flavor, little, then people, little flavor so, love. Not so people don't realize this they're they're like a cocktail so they're meant to be like in a can the original ones were like eight ounce cans right and they're meant to be poured over ice and but people would just drink them straight and they'd be like oh these are so sweet like yeah no no crap like it's meant to be diluted and people the first time i ever saw someone like you know drinking you know drinking one of these in public was actually on the train in chicago uh did they have the uh Brown paper bag around it. No, they were just drinking it straight. It, it's not the L, but it's the one that goes to the suburbs. Uh, the Metro, maybe, I don't know, whatever. But the, the train that goes to the suburbs. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize people just, like, drank those straight. Like, I thought you were supposed to mix them. Mix them with ice. Oh, my goodness. But, Gary, you know what else sounds fantastic? You have yeah. you have a lot of Hardee's in, in your... Yep. Like, is, there's a Hardee's in, in your town. Um, yep. How do you feel about their biscuits? Amazing. I, I have a beef with Hardee's. Okay. What's your beef? They had breakfast. Sausage biscuits, hitting. Frisco breakfast burger, hitting. Yeah, that's how But I silly. want something a little sweet. They used to have a cinnamon raisin biscuit. Oh. Well, they've done away with that for a cinnamon roll. Oh, no. No, no, no says I. So they did this about four years ago. Quickly brought the, the cinnamon raisin biscuit back. Okay. Because nobody liked the damn cinnamon roll is, is that's a I mean that's like a your day's not gonna go your day's gonna go one of two ways if you have a cinnamon roll. It's either gonna be I'm on vacation and I'm not I don't give a crap or I have to you know do whatever and this is just gonna weigh me down the whole rest of the day. If you're eating it for breakfast, if you're eating it for like mid afternoon snack, like I don't know. Yeah. Cinnamon roll is a pretty like But hefty, a cinnamon raisin biscuit, so it's a biscuit. Yeah, that sounds with, fantastic. With raisins and like the icing on top and shit, dude. But so I've I've really boy me and Harlan, he uh he, <laughs> he goes, boycotted he, it. <laughs> he goes to uh, occupational therapy on Fridays and we go to McDonald's. He How's he stuff. feel about Hardy's? Is he Oh, he's not a fan. He's not a fan. Pull into Hardy's in the morning, see if he wants a heart. <laughs> he knows this what is he Dad, they they No <laughs> Cinnamon roll for me, dude. Yeah. So Hardee's is is teaming up with uh, a beer. I think we've had we had southern the Southern Grist uh, Schwartz beer. Yeah. From when we went to, um, and so I, I really love short Southern Grist. They make it was really good. Do you like like sweet beers or they do a lot of like uh, fruited ales and things like that, but in a in a good and fun like not like overpowering. Um, but they they teamed up with. Hardy's to brew a strawberry 
biscuit ale brewed with biscuits. 200 pounds of Hardy's biscuits and strawberry. This sounds fantastic. That I might need to like, Let's go back to Nashville. Um, we That's get, where they're from, right? Yeah. In Kentucky, they, they distribute to Kentucky. So if you see this at your local uh, establishment, Gary, pick up, pick us up some and, and we'll try it on the show. I would love to. Um, but yeah, that we did talk amazing. about. So the other thing that made me sad and I, I was, I was actually, it, you kind of ruined my morning when you told me that. I, I apologize, but you were <laughs> hyping it up. And I was, so I went to watch the ride. I assume that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing I click on is like, it's down. It's not working. The people don't know. Apparently it's not rain all summer. Yeah. And we're talking I didn't about realize that. Cedar I knew- Point's yeah. top thrill dragster. So we, uh, we're going to do a beer, beers and beards trip to Cedar Point next year. And Dave's like, you, you have to ride it with me. Angie won't ride it with me. I was like, shit, I'll ride it with you. And now we can't. Yeah. So we'll but, have to ride the beast. So this ride, I mean, if you, you know, Google top throw drags or whatever, but this ride, literally you are in like a, what looks like a hot rod. Yep. And you sit there and it does a countdown and it shoots you off 120 miles an hour. You go up in the air, 420 feet straight up. And then you do a little twist and then come straight down. And and it's like 20 seconds. It's amazing. It's like the biggest thrill. Can you even catch your breath? Oh yeah. I mean, but also there's times where the train, and I thought this was a joke. There's times where the train doesn't clear the hill. When they shoot oh, people off. love the rollback, and you—that's roll like a—that's a roller coaster junkie's dream. Is to <laughs> they get the did it launch. on one of the shows on on Travel Channel where they used to do um, top throw dragster. They actually—I don't know if they did this on purpose for the show to show you to show people that it would do it, but uh, they they actually on the show they got a double right there. Like I, I feel like we've talked about this before. <laughs> like I'm getting, having crazy deja vu right now, but Let's yeah, they're like. I we can, can imagine like for the next two hours to talk about roller coasters. Bro. I can imagine I mean, half the train being like, "Oh, I'm done!" Like, <laughs> get me off of here and screaming, and the other half being like, "Yeah!" And they're like, oh, "You're going again? We're shooting you back off!" Like, bitch, it ain't over till go. it's over. <laughs> you got to yeah, get up that hill. There's only one for, one, for one the one true enthusiast. That's the that's the dream, right? Is to get. That I feel back. like that would freak me out so much, but I would love it. Like yeah. I, I absolutely love roller coasters, and I said when we're going, Gary, we're getting the fast lane pass. We're just going to hit them all. Hit everything multiple times. We're doing, fa- they have a fast lane and fast lane plus. So Damn. you get fast lane plus gets you every single ride so in the park. It's $10 to get in and then $150 for the oh, fast it's, lane. I mean, this is, this is an investment. This is an investment in your fun. It's if not cheap. Gonna, if you're just going to spend a day there, sure. I'm with yeah. that. Yeah. One day and it's worth it. And like, I haven't been in years and I'm like, if I go, I, I was, I've been to King, you I get Kings, to Kings Island. Island? You can, and I went there this year, and I didn't get it, and I'm like, oh, that that's, looks so odd. And I'm we didn't even wait in line that long, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes for, at the most. But the people where you can just any ride you want, but, like, that's like a dream. As a kid, I was like, oh, I wish I could just, like, do Go that. Just get in line, line yeah. front of the line, boom. I did that. And now, do that. now make enough money, do pay enough money, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, loans paid off and you can do it that's right <laughs> it's yeah, a uh they still uh, have uh so th- there is a ride i, I don't want to, sh- to give a shout out to because i maybe now this is a bucket list thing for me in new jersey a ride called king daka which is almost exactly the same yeah it's like five feet higher um look at the jersey devil we'll do that one too in new jersey at the same park okay at six flags new jersey or whatever it's called six flags i don't know but yeah, the next year, Cedar Point, we're going to go Twin Oast, which is one of the, it's a freaking castle, but also a brewery. Do we go there um, We're going to do it right. Either, uh, we'll, we'll, we can maybe go the day before. Okay. We're going to do it right, Gary. We're going to get up there. I'm with it. Day before, that we can get up early. First and one in the park. Rope ride a raptor. They call that rope drop, David. Yeah. If you're a real know that. I'm not, I'm not that. It's called rope drop. I'm I'm a I'm like I like an, I like riding them. I don't like watching other people ride them. 
No, I mean that's the people that go when the park opens. Oh, when it opens, you're in line. That's the rope drop. (laughs) You're in line. Nice. Um, So, I got some disappointing news today. In November, I have a trip to Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Yep. I was looking at the scoping out where I'm at. The breweries. Nope. My hotel is 25 minutes from Universal Hollywood. Oh, okay. 35 minutes from Disneyland. You can do it. I thought I could do it. No flights get me there in time to do it the first day. Okay. Like, am I gonna, I'm not going to get to to LAX to like 10 p.m. Really? And then on the last day, so I'm there, I'll be there on Tuesday. So we fly in on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I have my event Wednesday and Thursday, which I'm yeah. speaking at probably gonna bring up the podcast um and then friday it's like wake up and get to the airport and when you look at times when you're when you're traveling like you your sister lives out in california you've been out there yeah like leave it at noon here and get there at 2 p.m you're like what how does that work so here so we have a direct flight from cincinnati to la that gets you in la at like spirit 8 a.m no delta because I've oh, taken really? that flight, yeah. So maybe you should fly to Cincinnati. It's direct flight. It's like four hours. It's like it, eight hundred like, bucks. Yeah, it's like five hours going there. Yeah, it's like um, eight hundred bucks. Yeah, fly maybe you, maybe you should do that. No, but so <laughs> then on the last day we gotta wake up and drive to the, you know, get to the uh, airport to fucking wait all like our flight leaves at ten. We get home at ten p.m. I'm like, hold up. Yeah. But you, you get screwed going the other way. I'm like, what? and they're like, you're going to, we're flying from LA to Vegas. Bitch, we could have drove to Vegas. Yeah. And, and it, that's from, like a five hour drive though. From Vegas on that drive to Denver, which is, I feel like not very far. And then from Denver home. Yeah. That's a, yeah. When you got the multiple so, layovers, that's a, I mean, that's a bitch. Sounds like you know. Now I can't. I can't eat or drink very much, so it's not like what am I going to do? I'm read a book. Yeah, like a pilgrim. <laughs> you sit, sit there in your. I've talked to people. Um, Make some friends. So there are. Uh, so there's some new friends coming to Kentucky, Gary. If you saw this one. Yeah, I did. Blue Run Spirits announces a plan for fifty. One million dollar Kentucky distillery in Georgetown. Do you think people just come here to say they're a Kentucky bourbon? Yeah, I think so too. Because this place, so they it's a thirty five thousand square foot distillery, twenty thousand square foot Rick House, uh, and they have been around for a few years. And their their bourbon has, I guess, been selling really well. But they've been sourcing for the past couple years, own. and now they want to make their own. So, how do you know? How do you risk that much money when it could be awful? This has to be like venture, venture capital. Like oh, for KA. sure. Like if I'm an investor, I'm throwing money at bourbon because yeah. something's going to stick. Yeah. But here's the good, the good news, Gary, 45 Kentucky resident full-time jobs across 10, at least 10 years. Yeah. Paying an average age of $31.92, including benefits, all oh, including benefits. That's not very good across those jobs. No, it means you get that you get that hourly wage plus benefits. Oh, I thought that thirty one ninety two is like oh that that includes your benefits. <laughs> no, you're real. You're that's <laughs> you're, not how it works. Usually, you have to, plus benefits, not including benefits. Same thing. Including benefits would mean like your thirty one ninety two includes your benefits. No, uh, it's maybe your hourly wage and also includes right, well, benefits. And your good package. for them. Yeah, I'm actually going to apply for a job here. Would you move to George? Dude, so my surgery's in Georgetown. So I think I Georgetown to... is like the, the hot spot. They got a giant, uh, what is it, uh, Country Boy? Country Boy Brewing. Uh, brewing. I feel like that's a part they of They have like, a small thing. manufacturing facility there. You may yeah. have heard of it. Toyota. Yeah. I feel like that's where there is room. Like Lexington proper is like built up. And th- there's and, a and lot of so. Like, city like open land yeah like you're yeah. it's basically suburbs right like suburbs of Georgetown? yeah, yeah kind of 
but also reminds, yeah reminds me of marysville ohio which is is outside of columbus and they actually have a, a honda plant there and it's growing so fast because honda can't keep like they crv's going just flying yeah. off the shelves well then but they can't keep the people so they're like you know mary they're like you know people are moving to marysville because it's a nice area and they've they've got you know infrastructure there and and you're close to the honda plant and then if even if they move you to the transmission plant up in uh up in uh indian lake russell's point you're still pretty close could you imagine if we were blue collar workers that'd be awesome like we knew we knew someone that was like a blue collar worker and like i don't know if you know i'm talking that like worked in a factory multiple people actually but like the person was just like, yeah, I do, you know, my seven to three every day. And then I do like MMA stuff after that. And I I'm guess. like, oh, that sounds like pretty I cool. Guess like, whatever your grind is, that's what, that's yeah. what you do. Um, funny do you, story, okay. funny story about right. uh, Georgetown. Okay. I take my daughter to a track meet there back in the spring. Pull up and it's huge. It's a brand new school. It's called Great Crossing. You Google it, look at you can see exactly what I'm talking about. They have an immaculate football field. Immaculate. Huge track. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Brand new. Two or three years old. Walking up, drop her off, I park, I'm walking up, and I see like four practice fields. I'm like, what the hell? Spring football should have been over with. Like school's almost out. I'm looking like, what are these kids doing? Bro. <laughs> They're playing lacrosse in Kentucky. In Kentucky, wow! It's like having a water polo team. Lacrosse, like I mean, really isn't even that big in Ohio. Yeah. So I was like, I don't understand any of this. It looks cool, but how many other schools? Like no school that I know of around here. Yeah. Who lacrosse. are they playing? Yeah. <laughs> they just yeah. against themselves. Yeah. But you got Scott County High, which was like the dynasty in all the sports programs. And then you've got great crossing now. And so it's funny to see like where the athletes go and who's going, where the school's literally two miles apart from each other. And they got all the best athletes. I'm just, the, they kind of fluctuate, but like Scott County is still the more dominant one, but the schools literally are two miles apart from each other. Like what? The okay. Hell? I know? think it sounds like a good rivalry. <laughs> you would think. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. In other news, David. Yeah. Maybe the greatest to ever do it. In Anderson Paul. Silva. Oh. going to meet the guy who think, ah, bro. So Anderson Silva, Jake Paul, official for October 29th. Yep. In, in years past, I would probably talk shit, but like, I ain't gonna lie. I watched the last Jake Paul fight. I, so here's, here's me. Like, I'm thinking like, how can we make this funny? Right, which it is funny, just in and of itself, because it's Jake Paul fight. But who's the? <laughs> you wonder if there's like casual boxing fans where they're like, "Why is Jake Paul five and zero fighting this random three and one dude who's like forty seven years old? I never even heard of him." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like bro, like, like Anderson Silva in his day, I was a huge fan. Yeah, huge I mean, I, fan. There's no way. I mean, Anderson Silva when he was when he's ninety. Even Mike Tyson's like fifty, almost sixty, right? Yeah. Which I mean, he's a heavyweight, but by boxing standards, yes. Yeah, he's probably like two, standards too. Yeah, he's probably like two ten, two fifteen. He's like a you know stout dude, five nine. What, not just world class, but like greatest of all time level. Greatest to ever do it. And also went into boxing and beat Julio Chavez Jr. Chavez, yeah, who had like 53 and 2 or something, whatever his record was at the time. Also beat Tito Ortiz in boxing (laughs) on the the Holyfield card. How did that ever happen? Remember the Holyfield? Oh, it was Triller, right? Probably. Is that still a thing? Is Triller still a thing? I just pulled it up. Triller Fight Club. Yeah. Vitor Belfort beat Vander Holyfield knockout. Uh, is it still Anderson. a thing? Yeah, because know. this is like MVP promotions for Jake Paul. Um, 
Jake Paul is like his own thing, I thought now, right? Because he promotes a girl fighter too, Amanda Serrano. Yeah. Well, they had three events. Their last three events have been canceled. So I'm assuming probably not. You know, they had, um, it was supposed to be uh, Fury versus Jake Paul at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And the rumors were like they couldn't sell enough tickets. So they had to cancel. Mm-hmm. Dana White said, you know, it's half a million dollars. Just turn the lights on at Madison Square Garden. Oh, easily. Yeah. And, and then other people like on the other side of the table, were like, Oh no, they've, they sold way more tickets. Like it wasn't that. I don't know. I will say this. I have watched two of Jake Paul's fights. I also watched Logan Paul fight Floyd Mayweather. I'm in it. Talk, be a purist, whatever, but like it's entertaining. I mean, that's what combat sports is in general, right? Yeah. That's the, the whole history of it. Like I'm talking about even like pro wrestling, like, mm-hmm. Be, be interesting like yeah you can be a good like how many like amazing fighters have we seen that didn't do anything in their careers like right like in terms of just like big name or or like make a lot of money or right? and then or even peak your interest like great yeah. technical fight like you like to watch a fight but you wouldn't want to hang out with like a uh, darren elkins i give you from indiana example. one of the interviews that i thought i was hyped for that was the worst i ever had <laughs> Rory McDonald. Oh my God. Just retired. And you're like, even like, even to a certain extent, GSP, right? Like GSP, I think maybe, maybe broke out of that a little bit. GSP. Was, GSP. I met GSP. Amazing. Yeah. So nice. Rory McDonald. And we were doing a promotion for Gillette. He was like the new, yeah. it was him. The only guy to ever stand me up, Chris Weidman. Uh, who's like maybe his knees are still bad who's I yeah don't know. i remember you um, t- i remember you telling me about this yeah so there's like four or five uh i did dominic cruz amazing that was amazing dominic cruz was amazing yeah. i called him your Faber. he's one of my favorite of all time and I- i'll never forget i like all right guys that was your Faber. he's like what i was like oh shit my bad bro <laughs> It's um, hilarious that, but uh, Rory McDonald was awful, like just standoffish, answered in like two words. I was like, "All right, well, peace out, you Canadian yeah. fuck." So, the I, I had a story I wanted to tell Gary. So, all right, um, we'll, this we'll is how this is how we're ending the podcast these days. We're telling some good stories back, back in, in the, the day. day, and I feel like I haven't seen heard of this person in, in a while. Which I'll, I'll get there, but um, I don't know what he's doing. I'm gonna look him up right now. <laughs> he probably has me blocked or have him blocked or whatever. But the way that one of the ways I broke into, into MMA, um, I wrote, I, I was just a big MMA fan. I blogged about MMA on, um, sporting news website. They had a thing where you could do your own blog. And then I got into like, uh, co- like covering sports for my local, uh, college newspaper when I was in college. And then they found out they were like, Hey, you like MMA. We got this MMA show coming to Columbus and they're advertising with us. So we want to do an article and I was like, okay. So the first event was shine fights, shine fights. One Genesis was in May, 2009 in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, they had a bunch of UFC veterans, pride veterans. Uh, the main event was Antoine Britt knocked out Antonio Mendez in eight seconds. But anyway, I'm sitting cage side and that was the first event I ever sat cage side at. And, um, they were like, hey, we're actually looking for an intern. Basically someone to do a lot of work for zero pay. And I was like, hey, I'll do it. Jumped on and became like their media intern, yeah. general media intern doing whatever. I wrote press releases, got interviews for fighters, whatever. So their second event that I worked was in September 2009. I'm in my, I think, third year of college at this point. Um, was in Miami. American top team versus the world. Uh, the main event was Juan Carnero versus Patino. Uh, and Eves Edwards was on the card. Um, Luis Firmino, Micah Miller, um, Junior Asuncao was on mm. there. Um, they had a, a great card that they put together in Miami uh, with a bunch of ATT fighters. And I'm just there running around doing whatever. And I get, this is how old this is, Gary. A, a message on our MySpace page. Oh, Shine Fights like MySpace it. page. 
of like, hey, I'm in Miami. I cover fights on my MySpace page. <laughs> and um, can I get a media credential for for your event? <clears throat> and I'm like, uh, I guess. I don't know. We, I mean, we had legit like Miami Sun-Times, Miami Hair, Miami Trip, whatever, newspaper, a bunch of, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, boxing people in, in Miami. Um, and, you know, this person like, yeah, I covered MMA on my MySpace page. <laughs> it turns out to be Diz, who turns into Talk MMA. Which started out on MySpace. Internet. Started out on MySpace. And he's like, hey, my wife. So he shows up. <laughs> Wearing an affliction T-shirt at you know as a as a media member. Oh, he's marked, dude, marked out. <laughs> and literally, as fighters are getting out of the cage, he's trying to talk to them. And I'm like, dude, this guy just fought. Like, leave him alone. Um, and made like this huge impression of like, what are you doing? Like, this is not the way to. Uh, <laughs> this is not the way to like present yourself as a member of the media. This, you're doing exactly what you're not supposed to do. The other thing he was doing in press row, taking drinking. pictures, drinking and taking pictures with fighters. Well, I mean, basically we gave a fan some, you go. some fights and turned into basically, I mean, basically turned into like a troll who thought he was an insider. And I mean, so the talk MMA account, which was a different account before, and I, I don't think even know his real name. His real name is Brandon something, right? I don't he's, know his real name. He's from either. Indiana. But the uh, new, uh, like his new account is at TalkMMA underscore. Okay. And his name uh, is Diz. His name is Diz. I don't know even know his real name. Yeah. Is, and his profile is uh, hashtag MAGA. Nice. Hashtag American. Hashtag Diz. I would have never saw that coming. Never, ever. <laughs> Knowing him as a person. Uh, that's the only time I ever was there a it. point in your press career. Like I was super nervous early on and this is like local events. Um, but it got to a point where I just felt like I could walk in anywhere. Yes. And that definitely. Out here. Yeah. And then I got credentialed by Showtime. Yeah. You did boxing to do right. Adrian Broner in Cincinnati. And I was like, Oh shit. I dressed up. I'm not like suit and tie, but like dress clothes, nice khakis. Uh, there's like seven tables, yeah. seven rows of media. I'm sitting with a guy. I wish I remember his name. Pretty cool guy. Sergio Non. Who just had a Twitter account. Oh, he didn't even have a website. That's no. Weird. And one of the fighters was from like Venezuela, right? And there was some Venezuelan. Oh, so they're covering him. So yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're quiet the whole time. He comes out, bro, they're standing on the fucking table. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't write to take a picture, write nothing down. They are up there just screaming. The, the, the media whole time. member, the media, the media members, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, "What in the hell?" Dave Chappelle was there. Yeah. The oh. only the the times I was nervous, so I wrote for which we got to one day we'll bring up the Gateway MMA stuff. But I wrote for for Gateway MMA, which was uh, run by ESPN. Well, not run by, but like the guy who I, I worked, one of the guys I worked on it with was worked for ESPN Cleveland, which was a radio station. Yeah. And they still I do was, that, like franchise radio. Uh, or is all just Columbus one. Like satellite. But they had, they had like a website. So, like, my, my articles would be on like ESPNCleveland.com because they used to be, they tried to do like a regional thing of like ESPN like New York, Boston. Similar. So, the guy who does that is now the, the Cleveland Barstool guy. Will Bird, shout out, shout out to Will. Uh, I saw bro, you just tweeted something from him. He's hilarious. He's an Arby's. He got an Arby's, uh, Arby's uh, influencer now through Barstool. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I got credentialed through ESPN Cleveland. As, but I would well, I would write stuff for Gateway MMA and be there live and like because this was like we had a lot of events pretty local to me. We had an event in Louisville. We had an event in uh, Pittsburgh. UFC events. Um, and then I went to Bellator in like Canton, Dayton. Uh, I forget whether the belt, I went to the Louisville Bellator. It's the first time I saw Lucas Ackridge fight. It was like Bellator seven sixteen or something. Um, he fought at, uh, uh, fourth, fourth street, right? Yes. Not, yeah. Right. Fourth street live. Greg Maynard was there. Yeah. He probably fought Stipe. He fought Stipe, right? That was in WFS. But he did fight Stipe. 
He did. He also fought. He fought uh, Ron. I can't think of his name. He won the Bellator. He was a, won the Bellator tournament a couple of times. I think. Oh, um, dang it! I can't remember. Anyway, the yeah, we we have we have stories for days, and and I I feel like every time we talk about one, it reminds me of another one. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So That's stick around for the stories story. in the podcast. For some reason, my job's called me like three times, so i got to wrap it up. All right, well. I love you all. I love you, David. If I don't survive the surgery, um, I'm giving my bourbon to the yeah. local orphanage. <laughs> yeah. When you're 21, you can have this. Thank you. This is a Beers and Beards podcast, by the way. This is yeah. the longest it's taken us. Yeah. No, no, I said it earlier. Oh, I already okay. said it earlier. I said it was me, you, and the cricket. And the cricket's gone, but now my air conditioner's kicked on. Well, there you so... Go. Follow us on social media. Go to MMAMcKinney.com. Go to BeardsBeardsPod. BeardsBeardsPod.com. Check out all the bourbons. I already wrote the article for this episode like two days ago. Hell yeah. So now I just got to put the put this audio in there and we're good to go. There we go. No Thank show you. next week. Gary will be. We'll see. We'll play it by ear. Yeah. We'll see how I'm feeling. We'll do a show 10 minutes after you do your surgery. Yeah. I, we'll live stream. <laughs> Get pull stream yard up and then just I'll do it from my phone and we'll be like, hey, dude, you imagine a show on anesthesia? Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. Until next week, guys. Or till whenever. Till yeah. Toodaloo. See ya.